The Story in Your Head, Episode 18, Forgiveness. Welcome to The Story in Your Head. I'm Ron Macklin, and today we're joined with special guest Eric Stiller to talk about the concept of forgiveness and forgiving. We share personal stories of forgiveness, including the idea of holding a story in our head and how that can feel, and forgiving ourselves. Welcome to The Story in Your Head. I'm Michelle Masago. And I'm Ron Macklin. And on our podcast today, we've got a guest, special guest, Eric Stiller, who's, besides just being a great guy, he's a leader in our programs, but he's also one of those guys that's actually put stuff into outer space and he's been an entrepreneur. So he went from a big corporation to an entrepreneur and a smaller corporation and a smaller business. And he's an owner of those businesses. So he's been to a lot of different stuff and we're looking forward to working our topic today, which is forgiveness or forgiving. And Eric, is there anything you'd like to say to get started? And welcome to the podcast. Well, thank you. It's great to be with you guys. I'm looking forward to the, to the conversation. I, when you mentioned forgiveness yesterday, it triggered me just because I'm, it's something that I'm working on. So I think the timing is great. And I say working on because you know, I, I still see myself as a work in progress in general, and particularly in this topic, you know, I'm human. So I have my problems with forgiving sometimes. So, so I'm looking forward to hearing what we can, what we can come up with today. Oh, very cool. Thanks, Eric. So Michelle, I'll start the questions this morning and you guys can kind of jump in and we'll just dance, right? So Michelle, what does it show? How does, uh, what does the word forgiveness or forgiving show up for you? And what is the first place you think of? So I'm going to jump right into a story because that's where forgiveness really sort of hit me and triggered me. And that was, I was at, in New York City, one of the big conferences, Women in the World. I was very honored to even be in the, the audience for that, right? Huge session. They had all sorts of people, amazing speakers. One of the speakers was a woman, I don't know if you remember a long time ago, I guess, yeah, I guess it was quite a few years ago, somebody went into a black church and shot almost everybody in it. And the woman that was up there was the woman that lost her grandson, her son, and one or two other people in her family. And her son actually saved her, I think, grandchild by being in front of him and taking the bullets. And the thing that impressed me about her, she said, I forgive him. And it just struck me, it's like, this woman can forgive somebody that took out her next generation and the generation before that. And then she talked more about it. She goes, I forgive him, but I forgive me. Right. And what she was forgiving is the anger that she had in herself because that was holding her back. And I've then seen other stories of other things, but what it did for me is if that woman can understand and do forgiveness, I can't think of anything in my life that I can't forgive somebody for and, and open up the freedom for me. It created a new space for me. So I guess that's where I'll begin. Oh, that's, that's a great story. And thanks for sharing that. So Eric, maybe five years ago or 10 years ago, whatever it was that you had a story about forgiving somebody for something like what showed up for you? Like what was, what was the act of forgiving? Who was it for? Yeah, no, that's you. That's, that's the perfect question, Ron. Who was it for? When I listen to what you said, Michelle, what keeps coming up for me is 
the act of forgiving, honestly, is more about me than the other person, I say. Like, in other words, I, I can get caught in the emotions of it. I can get caught in, oh, they did this and I'll forgive them if they something. And it's all about them. At the end of the day, I'm the one choosing to carry this set of, of thinking, the stories in my head. I'm choosing to carry that. And to me, it's, about, it's not about acceptance of something, of something that somebody did that, quote, wronged me or some emotion that was triggered in me necessarily about acceptance but it's but the forgiveness is about is is about me letting go of it not having it dominate you know how what i'm thinking about so that i can so that i can move on so that that's that's what triggers me i mean i had one i don't know I, when i say i was working on forgiveness when you think about a story you know i've had you know i've had situations where loved ones from small to to big things from loved ones or business partners where there's a deep connection over time and trust is broken for whatever reason. And the deeper the hurt, the longer it seems to take me to let go. But in every case, and when I look back, not in the moment when I'm all in the emotion, but when I look back to move forward towards what I'm after, my ambition of my life, it was the absolute pragmatic thing to do was to let go and forgive the person, let them be and, and get it out of my, get it out of my head, you know? So something I've noticed is there's a way you can, you can have that story in your head, but there's something different about speaking it out loud, like forgiving them out in the world, speaking it out of your head, right? I notice it's different. What do you guys think is, why is that so different for us? What are the mechanics there? Well, it's a, I, I think it's a commitment. I mean, when you speak it out loud, it's, it's it, all of a sudden it's a public commitment. When you speak it, when your head, you sort of get away with BS. <laughs> so that, so that, that, that's what it is to me when, when I say something. It's like, oh, I have to craft it. I have to put the words together. And now all of a sudden, oops, I just made a commitment now into the world. And now, it, now, now it's undignified or it's lack of integrity if I don't act consistently with that. So, so yeah, that's what makes it different. Yeah, I, I would agree, Eric. And what I find fascinating about it is nobody has to be there. It still mm. works, right? Mm. At least for me. Now, it's more powerful if you say, I forgive you to the person, right? Because then you can have a dialogue. But just even saying it in the world with nobody there still has an effect on me. How does it have an effect on you if there's nobody there to hear it? So when I say something out loud, right, it goes out into the world, comes back into your ears and into your brain and, and to process it. When it's just in your head, you can debate it easier. I don't know. You can get like, I have a lot of people in there that can have the debate and work through it and all yeah, sorts of stuff yeah. that's going on. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not real yet, right? Because it's still sort of imaginary in that mind. At least that's the way I hold it. I'm sure there's other mechanics that can that can help to explain that further. So, so what I heard, and I want to say it for myself and for the listeners, when you speak it into the world, like whether there's somebody there to listen besides yourself, doesn't matter as much as it's it starts to go into a different place in your brain because it's coming in through your ear canal. It's creating a new neuron snaps firing and all that space inside your head. And it actually lives in your world different because you spoke this commitment out and now it lives in your place in a different, your brain in a different place. Is that, is that what you were saying, Michelle? Yeah, absolutely. Cause I notice even sometimes a little off topic, but I'll go here when I'm ready to do a speech, 
right? I'll have it all written out. looks great. And then I say it out loud. I'm like, oh my God, that's the stupidest <laughs> thing I've ever heard, right? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So I at least have to practice the introduction out loud, certainly, if not the whole thing a few times before it. So it absolutely, you know, even people say, did I say that out loud? Right? You hear it all the time. <laughs> yeah. That's great. So let's, let's work through a scenario where we, we have an interpretation that somebody has done something, they didn't keep a commitment, they broke a promise, they did something to harm us. And so now we have a story that they have done something to harm us, right? It's a story in our head. And we've talked about the, for, the part of forgiving them for what they've done. And that frees us up, right? But what about that part where we kept that story in our head about who they are? And created them to be, I mean, I've done it, evil, an asshole, idiot, right? What about that part? What do we do there? Does that story still live in our heads even though we've forgiven them? We've, we actually harmed them in our own story. What do we do? Yeah, it's really good, Ron. That's probably the hardest thing for me to let go is that part. When really to have, to have somebody forgiven, I think it is to have that part of it gone. And like I say, you know, if you've been hurt or harmed by somebody, especially if it's a pretty deep source of harm, I don't think, how can I say it? I can let go of that. Hey, they're not an asshole. They're, you know, they were, they, they were working for their best intentions. And I can make up a story that says, Hey, they're just trying to take care of their family and they're doing what they're doing. But I'm still, I'm, I get stuck still when well, I shouldn't say stuck in pragmatism in that, in that philosophy, I go, yeah, but I'm not going to move with them anymore. So, so I don't know what, I don't know what to say about that. I'd like to hear what you guys say, but I, I, there's places where I think forgiveness doesn't mean continuing down the same road, you know, <laughs> you know, going, getting, getting abused again, if it's like that or getting, you know, or, or subjecting yourself to the harm again. I don't What do you guys say about that? Yeah, you know, I was trying to think like an example again. And one that I came up with was, so my dad passed away about, I guess almost six years now. And my mom, at that point, I didn't realize she had probably moderate Alzheimer's. And so we're down at the house in Hilton Head with my brother and myself and you know my husband. And we're trying to figure out what to do and decide we're going to move my mom up to Pennsylvania to live with us, and which meant we had to clean out the house of, that they lived in for 35 years. And that's a lot of work. <laughs> Let me tell you, people accumulate the strangest things in their life. But what my dad had that my brother and I both sort of wanted to some is a lot of tools because he always did home repairs. He had a construction company on the side. He had tons and tons of tools in the garage and they're all like the best because he didn't buy anything else. So we kind of had a standing agreement that he would take this set. All I wanted was this one little toolbox because I don't need a lot of tools. He does construction work. I just wanted a few things for the house that I could use that's more useful to me. So I don't know, you know, we left, he was there, but we came back and he had taken them all, right? And I was kind of like really pissed off. Like, you know, like really? He took the freaking tools after we had agreed like a handshake on it. And I was, I was pretty pissed. Uh, I was upset for a while, but then I had to think about it. And I'm like, really, am I going to let that relationship be harmed over a couple of, you know, pieces of metal? And I recreated the story that he needed them more than I did, Right because of his business and he could generate income with them. For me, it was a convenience. So I had to shift the story. And then the other thing that came to me is, but I got my mom. 
right? Even though some people could say that was a burden, right? Because I have this person that I have to now take care of almost 24 hours a day, but there's three of us, which I'm thankful for my family and all the help that they did. And I'm like, you know what? I'm good with that. That's a fair trade. And, you know, I kind of let go of that anger that I had, that it wasn't fair for whatever I decided what fairness was. And it really opened up the relationship that I had with my brother that I didn't realize there was probably some other things, you know, with family members, he's my older brother. So I've had 60 years to come up with stories of things that, you know, I didn't like when I was six or whatever. And I let that allowed me to let them all go. And I saw my brother in a much more vulnerable, authentic self. And I think the relationship really improved after such a silly thing as letting go of one thing has allowed me to let go of a lot of other things I didn't even know were there. Really, truly cool, Michelle, the letting go. Thank you for that. And that's back to, I'm the one holding on to it, if I am. You know, it's like, <laughs> so forgiveness, you know, it's, it, it, that's why I say forgiveness is more about me, you know, and my actions, you know, than it is about the, the other person. So thank you. That, that's really cool. Yeah. How about you, Ron? We've been doing a lot of talking today. I'm sure there's some, some thoughts and stories back there. Yeah, thanks. And you guys are very helpful in, in for me to reflect on my own thinking about this. It's, it's odd to me as I keep thinking about, but forgiveness is really just about my own internal dialogue. It's about those stories that I have in my head. And we've talked about, like somebody who we, we have an assessment, they harmed us. And we've talked about forgiving them, right? And then forgiving them for making up, that I made up, forgiving myself for making up some story about them, Right. And you clear that out into, into the public. And then there's that case where you, you've harmed yourself. And now you, you, you don't trust yourself now. You, you have a space where you're carrying this, this story around in your head about, can I trust me? I don't know if I can trust myself. I, I made this decision over here. Does that mean I'm no good at making decisions? And that story goes around in my head, probably somewhere around the speed of light. And it just keeps building and building and building. And so there's a space where I'm reflecting on how forgiving somebody else frees me up. Forgiving myself for making up a story about the other person frees me up. And then there's when I've harmed myself, made a poor decision, did something stupid, didn't do what was the best for myself. And to be able to notice and say, I forgive myself so that I can be free. So then there's three, three different stories that I'm holding in my head that Really, the purpose of forgiving is about me and freeing me up, not the other person. Now, I think the other person does become freed up because they don't have somebody who's sitting around going like, there's an asshole, right? There's an idiot. There's somebody I don't trust, right? And I don't have that story about them. And the more I can give up that story about them and I can give up that story about me to trust myself again, to forgive myself for the things that I've done. I, I, that just keeps showing up for, well, there's a story I keep getting in my head was, I cannot forgive that person as if you're affecting their world. But in reality, it's just, it's, it's all about me. It's about in my head, in my story. Yeah. Why, why would I want to, <laughs> I mean, when, you, when I hold it this way, it's like, why would I want to yeah. hold on to that? Cause it's not affecting yeah. them. Although because they don't have access to me anymore, right? Or, or right? they may it may affect them. But in general, I'm limiting myself. I'm the one who's messing with myself here. 
And I, I've been in situations where I've, I've made some decisions that were not the best of decision. And what I noticed was I was just in a really shitty mood for a long time, months, until I realized that I was really basically blaming myself for the situation that I was in instead of forgiving myself so that I could be free to create and go on and do something different. And when I noticed that, it was really easy to move. It was really easy to move on from the stories in my head, and it was really easy to move on from that particular situation and to start something that is what I wanted. Hey, Ron, I got a question for you. So this, thank you. That's really good. The, the three parts there, that, that's really cool. The forgiving of yourself, you know, I wasn't holding that one. And it's, it's one, I mean, I just bludgeon the heck out of myself, right? I'm after what I'm after. I'm not getting there. I'm, oh, you know, whatever it is, right? You made you screwed up here. You screwed up there, buddy. And so what does it look like to you? I can see rationalizing things, but then I always, when, when, I, when I do, then I get off that quick, like, no, that's weak. Don't rationalize it. You know? So what does it look like to forgive yourself for you? You know what I mean? I'm, I'm great. I'd love to answer that. First, I want to ask, what is rationalizing it? What does that mean? Oh, thanks. Yeah. So let's say it's a bad decision. That's what you trigger me when you talk about, you know, I made a bad decision and lost money or did what I did. Right. And I go, oh, well, you know, I, the best I could do, I was busy or, you know, whatever, whatever stories I make up in my head that feel like excuses, you know? And, and so I, I can, there's times when I can, I can kind of tranquilize myself with that, but I don't, I see that different as forgive than forgiving. And that's what I was, that's what I was poking at, Ron. Thanks. Rationalizing or tranquilizing yourself with the, the best past story still has that story in front yeah. of you. Ah, thank Yeah. Okay. Good. It good. Good. Still has a story right there in front of you. Right. But uh -huh. you say, Oh, that, yep. what did I learn? And where can I go forward? And then how do I make sure I don't have all that burden? I want to grab the lesson, mm -hmm. but I don't want the guilt or the shame or the stress or anything else from that to go forward because where I want to go, I need to be a hundred percent free and light of all of those things in the past. So I can create. Yeah, that's good. Like so an event. Love it. Love so it. forgiving myself puts all of those things that are heavy, weighting me down, mm -hmm. right? Waking mm -hmm. me up, waking me up at two a.m. in the morning, mm -hmm. at, at, right? And putting those behind me, so that I can be free and clear. Love it to create. Love it, free and clear. Love it. Yeah, that's it. And we're gonna. I'm gonna make mistakes in the future. Mm -hmm. I know that. I, I don't have the answer book. I don't even know where to find it. Yep. And so here's a space where I'm always creating things in the future and some will work and some won't. What I don't want is something that burdens me to where now I can no longer create because I've got some burden on me, some shame, some mm -hmm. history, some something, mm -hmm. some beating myself up. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. That's great. Michelle, what's it up for you in, in that reflection? Yeah. So I, I love that. It's one of my, my husband's favorite phrases, forgive yourself. Right. And he repeats that fairly often, especially when I do something that I assess, right. Totally screwed up. He, he, he probably hasn't, but I've done a pretty good job. And sometimes I go through this, well, did anybody die? And usually the answer is no. Right. It's like, okay, fine. You know, there's very few mistakes that I can make that I think are unrecoverable. And even with make a, make a mistake that has a, a financial impact, I'm like, okay, 
well, that was probably worth the price, right? Because now I won't do that one again. That's all right. That's cool. That was, uh, that's all right. And I, I've always like, if I could avoid making the same mistake twice in life, I figured that's great. Not sure I could do it, but that's good. But the big thing, I love the way you put it, Ron, to free yourself, right? Forgive yourself, learn, get the lessons. And it's like, I gained something from that rather than I lost something from that. And move on. Thanks, Michelle. So Eric, what shows up for you? Like, what are you, how are you holding this? And, and I'm giving you a chance to try it on with us. Yeah. Oh man. I, you know, it's like I, <laughs> the, the idea. So I, there's nothing more I love in the world than being creative and innovating and coming up with ideas like that. Just, I love that. And to think, and I, and when you speak about freeing yourself to be creative, when I can do that, like I'm living a good life. Right. And to think, so, so, so what triggers me is yes, get myself in that, like remind myself that in order to be my best self and be in that, that, that place I love, it, it, it's like, let go already, <laughs> you know, free yourself. I love that. Free yourself to be creative. Like if I just remember that phrase, free yourself to be creative and both in forgiving others. But for me, I think forgiving me is the place I had, had biggest awakening here this morning, listening to you guys. So thank you. That's really cool. Thanks, Eric. And how about for you, Ron? Anything new show up? Well, there's, yeah, what, 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 it, what is, I don't know if it's new, but it's like recentered, like brought back into the foreground for me, was that when I am creating myself in a free space, I forgive myself, I, I grab, grab the lessons and put it all behind me, I show up in the world differently to others. And that is what they couple to. That's what they're connecting with me on is that that person that's inventive, creative, fun, all that space. And they're going to become that too. So there's a space where I'm taking care of myself and in doing so, I'm creating a space for other people to join me in that game. And there's a responsibility with that that I don't shy away from. That I like, I, like I treasure it. I can create something that other people will also connect to. And become like that. And that's, that's like what a different space that creates for your team. But if you, it, when I come in with this heavy burden, right, this, this guilt or this story that I haven't forgiven myself, right, I'm stuck. And then not only am I stuck, everybody else is stuck. Eric, you were perfect, man. You're, you're like a pro podcaster. Thank you for joining us. And thank you for being you. Thank you, Eric. Thank you. Take care, Eric. Thank you all for listening today. Please take a moment to subscribe to the story in your head on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast platform. Thank you all, and we'll see you next time. Bye.